In a world full of boring stories, bad videos, and marketing misinformation, one very tall man with a weird last name will use his microphone. Is this thing on? Use his video marketing knowledge. It's the red button, right? And use his friends. Please be on the show. To change that. You are listening to The Garlic Marketing Show with Ian. What? No, that's how you pronounce it. Well, if you say so, your host, Ian Garlic. Welcome to The Garlic Marketing Show. Ian Garlic here, and today we're going to talk about healthcare marketing and specifically healthcare photography, how to set up shoots, how to be very successful with your photography so you have amazing photography that tells stories. I've got an incredible guest who is an expert in healthcare photography. But before we get started, don't forget this is brought to you by storycruise.com, the ultimate resource for finding videographers and editors near you that know marketing. All right, Miss Karen Haberberg, healthcare photography expert, New York City photographer. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about how to set up these healthcare, you know, how to set up healthcare shoots, how to make successful photography for healthcare, for medicine, um, which is, you know, a hot topic right now. And it's very important. But first, let's talk a little bit about your journey into both photography and some of your, your awards, because you have a ton of awards, tons of things you've done, and, and then how you got into healthcare photography. So I always enjoyed photographing um, and telling people stories from you know the beginning of time when I got my first camera when I was 13 years old. Uh, and more recently, I did several books on um, people with, rare genetic diseases and with epilepsy. Those were my two books. And the way that I got into it is I had a brother who died of a rare disease before I was born. And, uh, you know, just the effect that it had on my family and feeling like, you know, people who have quote unquote typical children may not understand what these other families go through. So that's how I did my first book and I, I was funded by a Kickstarter and it was published by powerhouse books and it did really well. And what out was of, the name that, of the book again, um, it's called an ordinary day kids with rare genetic conditions. And through that came my second book, uh, which is called after that day stories of epilepsy. Gotcha. And so, you know, when you're doing these, you know, what is different about, working in healthcare, working in medicine, especially working with these kids and photographing these children versus just normal portrait photography? You know, it's very different photographing um, people who have some sort of condition or ailment in that you really need to be highly sensitive to them and their needs. So, you know, for example, I did a, a a project on people with scleroderma and they fatigue very easily. So you have to kind of build that into the shoot and make sure, you know, you're taking care of them and they can get breaks and, you know, you have water and um, you have to be pretty sensitive to their needs, which is something, you know, I appreciate. I understand. Being sensitive needs is important, but like, especially when you're photographing children, it seems like <laughs> that must have been pretty tough to, you know, and we were talking about before, tell me about like that first child that you went and photographed. 
The first child I went to photograph was incredibly moving for me. Um, her name was Mackenzie and she had Tay-Sachs disease, which is what my brother uh, passed away from. And I remember knocking on the door and you know, having that anxiety of like, what's this gonna be like? Cause it was really my first shoot and I hadn't even fully decided if I was gonna do a book or just a photo essay. And I opened the door and you know, I found these young welcoming parents and just being so incredible with this, this child and um, letting me into their home. It was just amazing to be able to tell their story and uh, share with the world, you know, what these families and kids go through. And so you've you've published these two books. What, what's come out out of doing these two books? How has your photography changed? How has your business changed? How have you helped these kids? Well, um, that's a few questions. Let me think. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's, as far as the kids go, you know, and the families, let's just look at it as a family. I find that they were so incredibly appreciative because in a lot of ways, you know, they can be isolated from mainstream and just to be able to share their story and what their kids go through, I think was um, great. And I got just great feedback. And, you know, the images of the kids, um, fortunately, were quite powerful because, you know, they all have different issues and um, different stories to tell. Uh, and from that, you know, I've definitely gotten a lot of healthcare work um, for co- marketing companies and pharma companies, medical facilities, et cetera. And so let's, you know, that's a good transition into, you know, what is different and what are some of the major things that, th- that people need to be considering when doing marketing photography for their healthcare <laughs> business, for their medical business, for their doctor's office? I think because, you know, the word healthcare or medical or these facilities can seem a little off-putting, it's incredibly important to try and tell a story, be authentic. You want to build a connection for your company or your drug or whatever it is that you're promoting to people. And, you know, what I find and probably you do as well is that what tends to work is not what we tell people. Um or what we necessarily show people, but what works is when we make people feel things. And I think that that's really the goal of getting people to remember you, your company, you know, whatever it is that you're promoting. So as, I mean, as a photographer, you know, obviously, you know, I know from being, you know, working with videographers and everyone, you know, immediately thinks it's about the camera right? They think it's about the gear, but how, you know, and we know it's not about that, but how do you find that story? You know, when you're going through those kids, especially with your camera and on these marketing shoots? Well, you know, a lot of times, obviously the company will come to me and say, oh, we want to promote this, or they've already have an idea. Um, But if they don't, you know, there's certain things just as a photographer that I know that works. So like being very visual works, you know, having a very clean look in the photo, making sure that, you know, the, whether it's a model or a patient that um, you can see their faces and their hair is pretty, you know, coiffed and, you know, just that your message can come through clearly is very important. And I think that in order to really do that, you know, you often or almost always should probably have a professional photographer. 
Um, same with like lighting and, you know, the lighting is incredibly important. And as a, as a professional photographer, you know, when you're going into these shoots though, how are you drawing out that story? What, what, I mean, it's not, you're not just snapping pictures, right? You know, it's at that point, you, you know what you're there to do, you know what the, you know, let's say product is or the message that you're trying to get across. I think at that point, it's really, really important to make these people feel comfortable because if they're not actors or models, they're not used to being in front of the camera. Um, and, you know, even myself, I was telling you before we started this, like, I don't really like to be in front of the camera. It makes me feel weird. Like, I understand that feeling. And it's very important I can make people feel comfortable. And, um, and you know, you, you mentioned this a couple of times, you know, because you can choose actors or you can choose real people. How do you go about deciding which one? Do you do both? You know, how do you do that? I mean, which do you suggest as a photographer? You know, it, we decide, meaning me and the client decide that. I mean, I'm always, um, depending what you're trying to get across, I tend to want something more authentic and use real patience when possible, because I do think it's, it, it comes across as um, more authentic. You know, I had a shoot, for example, where they added a lot of um, makeup to show ailments of this condition that, that people have. And I just, and I also at the same shoot photographed authentic people with this condition. And I just think that always works better. It just, to me, looks more real. And what, what's the downside of shooting actual patients? The downside is they're not always comfortable in front of the camera. <laughs> um, they do fatigue easily, um, but and not always, but you know, they're not, they're just not used to that. Um, you know, they just need a little more maintenance, I think. Uh, you, you know, they're not sure how to pose. And I, you know, obviously that's my job to get them in the position that's going to look great. But it's funny, you know, models and probably if it takes me five minutes to shoot a model, it'll probably take me 20 to shoot, you know, a real patient kind of thing. Gotcha. I mean, that's like a guess, but. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and so, you know, when you're thinking about, okay, I'm going to do healthcare photography before I set up the shoot, what are some of the things I need to think about before going into it? Because people might say, Oh, I just want to shoot pictures of these patients. What right. are some of the questions I should be asking before I go in to shoot these pictures? You as a photographer, or you as the client, as me as the, I'm the person I want to market my healthcare business. Okay. So there's like a tremendous amount of pre-planning that I like to go through beforehand so that when we get to the shoot, it's pretty seamless. Um, so, you know, you have to think like we just said about who's going to be in it. What is the message? Uh, are we going to photograph it, you know, in a studio? Um, do we want like a nice clean background how do you want it lit like if you look at me right now I'm side lit you know do you want flat lighting which is what usually people tend to want do you want something dramatic um we have to figure out the timing is really important because you don't want people just sitting around uh the equipment what the final output of the um image is going to be for so we know you know what sizes we want things in whether we want to incorporate video because we're already there 
um, doing stuff? And do you want some outtakes? You know, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, but it's very exciting. That's awesome. And it, it is, I mean, I'm sure it is exciting. Um, and what are, you know, some of the nuances of specifically shooting healthcare, especially these days, you know, with the pandemic and, you know, health all being considered, what are some of the nuances that people don't think about that they really need to be thinking about, especially logistically? Um, like when you get to the shoot, you're saying? Yeah. Uh, I think that timing is important. Um, you know, a lot of what I, you know, kind of already said can be overlooked actually. And also you want someone who's able to troubleshoot, to be calm, to be at ease, to make sure that, you know, everyone else is sort of at ease. Um, I find, you know, the photographer and the producer really kind of set the stage for that. And um, it's important to make sure that, you know, we're all on the same page and positive. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, and then, you know, when you're going to, you know, you, you have this big shoot and you talked about output, um, how does that, the output, where you're going to use it, make what you're doing change? I mean, for me, I try and shoot, you know, images that are as large as possible that we can then make smaller if we need to for social media and things like that. But if, if I'm going to shoot something, let's say that's going to go on a billboard, you know, I might um, use like a medium format camera or a different kind of camera that if I know it's going to be blown up and, you know, put in Times Square or something like that, you know, you want the quality to be good or great, like as good as it could be. Um, so you're, you might require more pixels in a camera like that for something like that. Awesome. And uh, like, I mean, are you shooting a variety of photographs? I mean, are, like, are you trying to shoot, like if, if you're talking with, if you've got a patient there, are you trying to shoot them just in environments? Are you trying to shoot them, you know, in procedures and, you know, take, if it's pharmaceuticals at taking the drugs, how is that all taken in consideration? So we, we pre-plan what the shot list is going to look like. Um, I always add more in because, you know, maybe they'll want it for social media or things like that. So I do a lot of different kind of poses. First, I obviously shoot what I know we need, um, whatever this campaign is for, whatever, you know, they, the, we know that they're going to use. And then I just, you know, sometimes I do, not sometimes, usually I try and do like a combination of some fun images of them, some, you know, different looks and feels and things like that. You know, I usually have them change their wardrobe just to create some more um, options for the client. Okay. I mean, that's, that's super important because it's like you're there and you've got, exactly. pay, especially if you're paying models or you're in front of patients. Um, and, and what are some of the unique things that you've done with the photographs afterwards? What are some interesting ways that you've seen these used? You know, there's usually a creative director or someone who's, incredibly talented um, who's kind of figured out how this is going to look or sometimes I bring my own creative director if they don't have one um, but that's usually all planned out ahead of time and like a what's called a deck that I might get from the client uh, and it's uh, you know their their ideas are great it's, a, it's really a collaboration in, in that sense um, but if it let's say I'm a, I just I, I own a healthcare practice and I'm trying to come up with this deck. 
and try and figure out what photographs I need um, or what photographs I should be using. Can you give some examples of, uh, of those sure. types of things? Right. So right now I'm working on a project for um, a company that they, they just want new photos for their website uh, that makes them look more approachable and friendly and things like that. And they, they don't have anyone, you know, creatively on their team to do that. So I sat down with them and we created, um, we looked at the website and created kind of a list of what are the 30 images we want to get out of these, this, let's say two day shoot. Um, so we want, you know, the owner to look friendly. We don't want him to look too uh, stern, which is how his sub site looks right now. So we're going to probably do like some outside, some indoor shoots at his desk. Um, you know, we're going to clean up the office a bit. <laughs> uh, I think that the, the important is you know, going to be the quality of the images and what, what obviously is portrayed. So it's important that they're um, clean, that there's nothing too distracting in the background, uh, that their expressions are, you know, the, the messes they're trying to give off. Um, it just creates like a more authentic kind of look and feel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And I think it's so important. Like, it's interesting you're talking about websites because it's one of the things I've seen so much on people's websites is they use photography is always like the secondary or tertiary or fourth thing. They'll spend hours on their logo, days on their logo, and then be like, oh, we're just going to take some pictures. <laughs> I know, I know. It's a, it's a shame. And I, I think that people are starting to see the value and importance of the visuals because people don't really want to read <laughs> very no. much. So, you know, if you, if, um, you know, I, I can't remember the statistic, but if someone spends, you know, two minutes on your website, you know, it's the visuals that are probably going to convey more of what, what you're trying to get across and you're trying to create trust for your brand. And I think that that using images is really a great way to do it. Yeah, and it is. And it's something I think people need to invest a lot of time work with a professional like yourself that knows the marketing, but also knows, you know, how to get the photographs, especially when you're using subjects, get the right subject, you know, the, get that out of there. Um, but, you know, besides, you know, all the things you've talked about, what are some of the big mistakes you see people make? when they're planning a healthcare, you know, they're planning their healthcare photography, they're using their healthcare photography, where, where are you seeing their big mistakes? I think the mistakes come in from the actual pre-planning. Like I think that if you don't really plan ahead, uh, mistakes arise all the time, you know? So let's say I'm going to shoot in an office or a medical facility. Like I make sure they know ahead of time, like, we need to make sure it looks clean. We need to make sure it's, you know, there's not a lot of stuff around. I think that um, that make sure the photographer brings the correct lighting, the, you know, lenses that we want. Like, do we want a soft focus? You know, there's some, there is a lot of technical stuff that goes into this. And the more you discuss ahead of time, the more smoothly the day will go. And, you know, usually you're paying, you know, a, a few, at least a few people to come and, and set all this up. So you really want to get as much as you can out of it. So I find the pre-planning and just the communication between the client and the photographer is really important. So what are some of the questions, if I'm going to hire a healthcare photographer, what are some of the questions I should be asking? 
<laughs> you should be asking probably um, like what to look for in a photographer. I would say, it's funny, I would actually say speak to them. Like don't do it on email initially. See if you kind of get along, if they communicate well with you, uh, if they're organized. Uh, just what want number one is I think like the personality is really going to make a difference, especially, especially if you're using real patients, because there are a lot of great photographers out there that have technical knowledge, but I don't feel that they're all able to relate to kids or to relate to, you know, people who have severe conditions. So I think that's really, really important. Um, and then just what their experience is, what their website looks like. Do they, you know, have the same kind of visual sentiment as you do, or can you convey to them what you want and they understand it? Um, you can tell a lot from what questions actually the photographer asks <laughs> by, no, by, by, you know, deciding by that almost because they, sh the photographer is the person that should be asking a lot of questions in that conversation. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Um, and I mean, you've worked with a lot of, a lot of big companies, um, and you've done a lot of amazing work. Let me ask, I'm gonna put you on the spot. What do you feel is your most powerful photo that you've taken, especially in the healthcare world? Oh my gosh. Um, you know, there's different genres of healthcare photography. So it's, it's hard to pick. Like if, you know, you're talking about a medical facility or, you know, more of an editorial shot from one of my books or a studio shot. I, it's really hard to answer that. Um, What's the first one that comes to your mind? Is it on your website? Yeah. Can I pick one from each category? Sure. Let's talk okay. about them. And what so, I want. You know what? Since we talked a lot about healthcare patients, would you go into real healthcare patients, please? You sure. The boys in the right corner, the twins. Mm -hmm. They have epilepsy that he's telling him a secret. There's something about that photo. I, I just really, really appreciate um, just the natural, you know, vibe that you're getting from them and the cleanliness of the photo and in terms of the background being clean. And I don't know, there's something really nice. I like the lighting. Um, they're just very engaged with each other. So I, I, I really like that one. Mm -hmm. That was an awesome photo. Um, if you look at her eyes, you see the pupils are these cat eyes. Mm -hmm. uh, so she has a condition that, um, affects her, her visuals, uh, amongst other things. But I, there's something about this photo I, I really like, just, I feel like I'm so in it with her, mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, just looking into those eyes for me says so much. So, and, and I happen to really like her and her family on a side note, but I, I happen to like all of these people. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Um, I mean, that's important, right? As a photographer to care about the person that you're taking a picture of. I think so. I, you know, I enjoy meeting new people. I enjoy hearing about their stories. Um, so to me, it's, it's just great. You know, I have a positive feeling about all of them. So even this photo, I really appreciate um, I'm not saying it would be great for like a healthcare advertisement, um, but I do like the photo. I think it's strong. Um, if, if you look at the one below it, maybe it would be something more for an, 
healthcare ad. Um, I like this, the wideness of this image. I mean, these are pretty editorial and I have, you know, some stuff like this and I have also obviously studio stuff. But if, if you just, you know, if you go down and you just like quickly scroll through, they each tell a different kind of story. Um, and I think that uh, it's important as a photographer to be versatile uh, for what your client's looking for because some things work, some images work better than others depending on what your message is. Mm -hmm. You're beautiful though. Oh, thank you. You know, even this one with the balloon, like it's just, you know, I like to try and throw in some fun ones also. Uh, just so things don't always seem so heavy, you know, yeah. that maybe wouldn't be something you use for an ad, but you could use on social media and with a little blurb or something like that. Yeah. I mean, and, and something like this too, you know, it, it's, it's a pattern interrupt on social media because it's like, if, if it's just models, we see so many models and so many, like you're talking about that art, not, we, we can tell when it's a model and we're not going to stop for it. But a, a picture like that is something that I would, would stop the scroll. Right. So, yeah, and these are exactly. powerful. Yeah, these are great photos. Um, awesome, awesome. So, uh, if you everyone wants to work with you, we can just go to KarenHaberberg.com. Um, tell me a little bit about the process of working with you. <laughs> I try and make it as easy as possible um, for people, but uh, you know, they would just contact me, and hopefully, we could set up a call and kind of go through what their goals are for their campaign and you know whether or not they have a creative director or whether they want me to work with them to come up what I think will be you know strong visual images you know it's great awesome awesome so you can go to karenhaberberg.com just click on the contact button uh and Karen where else can people follow you uh, on Instagram, it's Karen Haberberg Photography, I think. <laughs> uh, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, it's my name. You know, all of those. You know, LinkedIn, I think, works well for these kind of companies. Um, so maybe I'd start with that. Awesome. Yeah, and if you're watching this on YouTube, go check out her photos. Let us know which one you think down below in the comments, which one you think is the most powerful one. Uh, and, uh, but yeah, Karen, thank you. Thank you so much for being on and talking about healthcare photography. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. And thank you all for taking Karen and I on your journey. This has been I and Garlic and the Garlic Marketing Show. Video, you know, it'll make you an authority. You know, it will get you more leads, better leads that close faster and spend more with you. And video stories will help you be remembered and connect with those perfect clients. The problem is, where do you start? Storycruise.com is the place to go. It's like a film crew with an S. What's your strategy? Do you do it yourself? Do you hire a videographer, an agency? Do you need an editor? How do you know if they really know your business and how to make videos for business that work? The answer to all of this and more can be found at storycruise.com. It is the place to find the latest video marketing strategies, the best gear for your business, as well as videographers, editors, and agencies near you that are trained in video storytelling for business. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get special insider info for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show including special access 
to several of my courses, including my case story course. Go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get a whole bunch of special offers just for listeners of the Garlic Marketing Show. Whether you're looking for a videographer or to do it yourself, go to storycruise.com slash garlic to get started today. That's it for the Garlic Marketing Show. If you want to get the inside scoop and the latest techniques, make sure to follow Ian Garlic on Facebook. Facebook.